Welcome to a special isolation edition of the Let's Meet for a Beer podcast. I am joined by my friend, J.D. Lewis. How are you doing? I am alone, but I don't say that for sympathy. The, the prime minister said we're supposed to be alone, so that's why I'm alone. Absolutely. So the conversations that we're having, just to let everybody know, are going to be unedited and we're recording them over the internet. So the sound quality might be a little spotty from time to time, but what can people expect? You can expect, I guess, a few things, you know, hopefully some inspiration. If your spirits need picking up, hopefully we can be that source of inspiration for you and show you this doesn't necessarily have to be a totally ugly, scary thing. Some companionship. Jesus, if, if you need a friend right now, let us be your friends for the next half hour and for the episodes that follow. And finally, hopefully this can be a reminder to you that, you know, something like COVID-19, while it's super scary and, and we still don't totally know everything about it, that doesn't mean it's all bad things coming out of it. Sir Isaac Newton developed his theory on gravity while in isolation and quarantine from the bubonic plague. I'm not suggesting we're going to change the laws and rules of science here on this podcast, but I do think some good can come out of a bad situation. And I think we're going to learn that together. Just want to say thanks to everybody for letting us be a part of your day. And I hope you enjoy the conversations. All right. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to another Let's Meet for a Beer podcast and isolation Addition. I still can't pronounce isolation properly, but uh, I do tend to slur my words. Um, I am with my friend Matt, uh, owner of Northern Chicken up in Edmonton, Alberta. How are you, Matt? Pretty good. How about you? I'm awesome. You know, considering the circumstances, I am uh, trying to stay active and uh, yeah, I get to chat with guys like you every day. So all good. Um, so just uh, first question, how are you doing just personally from a health perspective? Uh, pretty good. Getting a little beat up. It's it's day 14 in a row, um, but I got a day off tomorrow, so I'm going to sleep all day and you know, trying to stay active, trying to make sure that I'm doing everything that I can to stay healthy. And you know, when I'm not at work or getting stuff for work, I'm at home. So mm -hmm. That's good. So you're busy in that um, you're... So Northern Chicken... You guys obviously don't have people coming in to the restaurant to sit and eat, but your takeout has been insane for the last 14 days. Is that right? Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. We had our busiest night ever last night. Um, and last Saturday was our second busiest night ever. Um, Friday night was pretty crazy too. And even during the week's been pretty strong. So it's been absolutely amazing. That's cool. It's cool to see that the, because uh, you were saying you've always been, or not always, but you've been on Uber Eats uh, for a long time and skipped the dishes. So that business has kind of been, it is what it is and uh, continues to be steady. But um, but then you guys did an online platform as well. Yeah. Yeah. We added an online ordering system so people can place their order and have it ready when they walk in the door. Um, and then we added online gift cards as well. Sweet. And so that's kind of been what's kind of had you guys explode like you're saying you had your busiest day yeah i think so we did a lot on online last night but the phone didn't stop ringing i don't think there was any point through the through the night where the phone wasn't being used so wow that's cool yeah i've been watching you guys on social media and a lot of positive stories coming out of that and just uh yeah i think you've run out of food a couple times haven't you yeah yeah we've uh <laughs> we've run out of food twice um and we've had some supply chain issues. So we got a, a bunch of frozen chicken in um, last week. And after two days of trying to deal with frozen chicken, we just decided to take Monday off, at least Monday, a half day off to 
to let it thaw naturally and not struggle cutting stuff that wasn't very good and just the quality wasn't there where we wanted it to be so yeah this helped cool well that's great to hear um so the word that i've been using probably too much is the word pivot obviously this situation um has forced a lot of businesses to pivot um, was some was this something that you guys were planning to do already? Was the gift cards and the online ordering and stuff like that? Uh, we've been playing around with the online thing a little bit. It's not the most beautiful page <laughs> and setup. Like we wanted something that was going to look nice and had our logo on it and branding. The the one we're using is just part of our POS system. Gotcha. Um, and it's got its challenges. It doesn't allow us to take things off if if we run out of them. We have to go in and manually remove everything. So. It's been a bit of a challenge and it's definitely not ideal, but uh, you know, we're doing what we have to do. Yeah, no, absolutely. So just overall in Edmonton, what, what's the vibe been up there with, uh, with the isolation and stuff like that? Are people for the most part still reasonably positive through this? Yeah, it's been really positive. Um, you know, almost everybody that's coming in is in a great mood. We've had nothing but great feedback on social media. I think everybody's really banding together to really support each other and, and do what they can. And even making trips so that like they come to us and they go to Woodshed and they go to Muley's. They try to, you know, support as many local businesses as they can at once. Um, gratuities have been through the roof, which is great for the staff with the huge amount of, of uptick in, in Uber and DoorDash where we don't get any gratuities. Uh, the people that are coming into the restaurant have been taking care of the staff really well. So their income hasn't really been affected. Oh, good. That's awesome. Um, any specific stories of awesomeness that come to mind that uh, you've been a part of? I'm, I mean, you've been interacting with people constantly for 14 days. Is there something that sticks out as something that was really cool? Well, we had a, a guy come in that found out that we were doing hospital drop-offs. So for the for up until Thursday when AHS banned it, or maybe Wednesday night, I don't remember, um, we've been dropping off food twice a day to different units in hospitals, um, just out of the you know out of the kindness of our hearts to try to feed frontline workers. We did some to the the lab that's doing all the coronavirus testing, um, and we had a guy come in that found out about it, and he donated five hundred bucks to effectively fund uh, two of those dinners. Um, so wow. we fed. 42 nurses at the cross cancer and then 40 people at the, the lab again the next day to just get out of the kindness of his heart, well, which took some pressure off us because obviously financial is sort of on the top of our mind right now, but we also want to support people as much as we can. So, Yeah, that's really cool. Um, the sad thing, one of the sad things on a lighter note, but um, you know, with the fact that AHS doesn't allow you guys to drop off, because I know that's affected us here in Calgary as well, is now these guys are forced to eat hospital food. And that's, yeah. you know, that's just not right. No, no. <laughs> they're doing 14-hour shifts and they're eating that jello and those uh, tuna sandwiches. I mean, that's just cruel. Um, so work-wise, obviously you're slammed. Um, have you had a chance to take a break and, and rest or be at home or... Um, I worked a half day on Thursday. Um, I closed Wednesday night and then opened Thursday morning. So it wasn't really a half day. It was still a five-hour day, but it was nice to get that. I've been home by 9.30 or 10 every night, and I don't usually go to bed till 1 o'clock. So I got a couple hours with my dog, um, relaxing then, and you know, we hang out and do whatever we can. And I've been taking him for lots of walks, 
trying to keep him active with me being at work longer and also uh, with, you know, the isolation thing, the place where he usually goes during the day sort of isn't off, isn't an option right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. So last time you and I chatted, you were one of the first guys to ever be on my podcast. Um, we chatted a lot about mental health and physical health. Um, when, when something like this is happening, obviously it's unprecedented, but um, what, what can you do on a daily basis just to kind of keep your mental health in check and just make sure that you're taking care of yourself, at least in that way? Um, I've been making sure that I talk to lots of the people. Uh, we've been doing lots of beer on Zooms and coffee on Zooms with lots of the beer guys, which has been great. I think I've actually probably had more contact with like Jason Van Rossel and Owen and those guys in the last week than I have in the last year before that. <laughs> um Maybe not when no one comes in a lot, but you know, like it's been great to do that. Um, video chatting with my friends as much as I can. And then I use meditation apps. I use calm every night before I go to bed and every morning when I get up to sort of set myself up for a good day. And then, uh, I've been struggling a lot personally in the last little while before all this happened. Uh, so I was already having weekly therapy sessions with my therapist and we've just continued those and moved them to online. So that's been very helpful to continue being able to see him yeah absolutely yeah you got to keep that uh keep that going because especially with the added stress and stuff like that it's 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 easy to kind of drop off on stuff like that and it's it's so important to maintain that well uh, so that you can come out of this on the other end um, yeah. as stronger stronger yeah my uh my physical sort of health has taken a little bit of a dive like i was going to the gym weekly with a trainer and that's obviously not happening right now so Try yeah, to do some stuff that we can do at my house, you know, a yoga mat and some weights, but uh, working the amount that I have this week too, it sort of has taken a little bit of a dive. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you a pass is. on that. I'll give you a pass on that. Um, so I was wanting to ask you, I've, I've had the opportunity to, to watch a lot more Netflix lately than, than is normally the case. And so I'm asking people what, what I should be binging. Any suggestions? Um, if you haven't watched Bosch on Amazon prime, yeah, I love that show. I, uh, it's, it's based on a character created by Michael Connelly, who's my favorite fiction author. And okay. they've, they've taken a few books in each series, like uh, each season is sort of three books. So yeah. if you've read, if you've read them, it's sort of off, um, of what the stories are. Cause they're sort of trying to condense three books into one series. And some of the books were years apart, but okay. it's really good. If you like Bosch, cross, yeah. like B O S H, B O S C H. Okay, C H. Gotcha. If you like crime dramas, it's a little violent. Like it's it's an Amazon Prime, <laughs> so like, and the books have always sort of had a little bit of a, a fairly serious violence component to them. Like there's one where a guy uses uh, there's a famous artist named Hieronymus Bosch, which is what the main character of the book is named after, and he painted these like really graphic descriptions of heaven and hell. Okay. Uh, involving like a lot of torture and that kind of stuff. Really famous. I think he was 17th century artist. Um, and in one of the books, and then they turned that into one of the series, um, a guy is sort of trolling Bosch by using some of those torture methods to kill people. Okay. Um, so it's a little graphic, but it's just so well done. Okay, sweet. I like it. Um, 
I'm just glad you didn't say Tiger King. No, uh, I haven't even started on that one. I don't think I want to. <laughs> me, me and my wife started on that. It was recommended by a couple of people. We watched the first episode and just like, what is this rabbit hole? So, um, The Americans is super good, too, if you have access to FX. Okay. Uh, two Russian spies that have been permanently implanted in the United States and have taken on American identities. And there's, I think it was six seasons of like their just lives as Russian agents in the... Uh, in Washington in the eighties. It's super yeah. well done. Is that with that woman, that girl from Felicity? Yeah. With Carrie Russell. I don't know why I know that. That's really weird. Uh, huh. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to talk to my therapist about that. Maybe I have some unresolved issues with Felicity. Um, <laughs> cool. Um, last time we chatted, you gave me a book to read. What was it called? Was it called the Prince? Yeah. The Prince by Machiavelli. Okay, so what else should I be reading? Um, I'm reading You're a Badass right now. Okay. Um, which is a really cool book, sort of about manifesting your own destiny. Um, it's got a little bit of a spiritual component, which doesn't necessarily jive with my life, but uh, it's not preachy specific to our religion. It's just sort of about a belief in some sort of higher power that you believe in and you sort of focus your life around being grateful and that kind of stuff. You can really get what you're looking for. Um, right. 1984 is very pertinent right now. I reread <laughs> that a few weeks ago. Uh, it's one of my all-time favorite books. Is that right, eh? I've never yeah, read that I one. love George Orwell. Um, Paris is Burning is fun. Paris is Burning. That sounds like a fun one. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's about drag queens and transsexuals in Paris in the early 1900s, and just an interesting read. Sweet. So how's the uh, how's the staff doing? How's Andrew doing? He's doing really well. Uh, he thrives in crisis, so this is this is his jam right now. Yeah. Um, you know, I think when this is over, he might burn out a little bit. I think both of us will, but like that guy is a rock star in crisis. So um, you know, you get him a little bit behind and have to race to cut some chicken and that kind of stuff, and he is <laughs> he is all about that. So it's been good. It was his daughter's birthday yesterday, so we managed to get him out of here in reasonable time, so we could actually throw her a little birthday party. Um, nice. The staff seems to be doing really well. It's been really great to see them all step up. And like we got front of house guys helping us make coleslaw and everybody's really just taking a team attitude to, to do whatever we can to keep this business successful. That's awesome. I was uh, telling my wife and kids that we we're going to be talking on the phone um, or talking on the on Zoom for the podcast today. And uh, I've never brought them into the restaurant. So I, I'm going to make a goal of doing that next time we're all there. But I was trying to explain just the overall concept and, and how you guys, like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the way I explained it to them was, you know, you guys were you know, uh, you guys were working in kitchens and really high-end restaurants and you just wanted to make something that was a little bit more approachable, still very high quality food, but something that, you know, everyone could, could enjoy together. Um, and, and a, a place that was very approachable for everyone. Is that a fair way to describe your restaurant? Um, yeah. Yeah. The approachability might be a little bit off. We do play loud hip hop. Um, we do have a pretty big sort of, we know who we are attitude and we stick to that, but for the most part, I think people understand that and it doesn't really offend a great amount of people. Um, I think what I meant by approachability, I remember you telling me that you worked at restaurants in the past where the people in the back, you know, they couldn't afford to eat there. Um, you know, yeah, they, they yeah. almost wouldn't have been welcome to eat there. It's kind of like go and eat or go and work and then 
leave out the back door. I don't, no one wants to see you kind of thing. And you wanted to, you wanted to create a place where, you know, the people and the the work there felt welcome to hang out there. And I guess that's what I meant by approachable, almost um, inclusive, right? Yeah. And that's really what we went after was that it was a place where everybody could be welcome and everybody could enjoy it. And we could have staff from around the city coming and hanging out. Yeah. No, that's really cool. So um, yeah, I'm excited to to come up and see you guys again. Hey, uh, I know you're busy. So just a couple more questions. One, I'm creating an isolation soundtrack. So you have to give me a song to add to it. Uh, Till I Collapse, Eminem, 50 Cent. Sort of my uh, my jam <laughs> right now for, for keeping going every day. Yeah, I can't imagine why. Yeah, that's a perfect one. Um, and then the, the, the other one is... Um, and like I said, you, you and I have had good conversations about mental and physical health in the past. And and so hopefully you have a, a, a nice little, uh, I, I don't know if it's advice or what it is, but, you know, when I think about isolation and, you know, the fact that I'm lucky I, I have my wife, I have my kids to kind of hang out with, but there are people that are, are literally physically alone uh, during yeah. this isolation. And I know it's really hard for them. So if there's anybody... Um, that's in that situation or anyone just in general that's struggling. Um, is there a message that you would have for them, whether it's advice or just, um, just a story or anything like that? Um, you know, just reach out to people where you can use, use social media and use the videos. And like, I I'm recently going through a separation in July. So this is the first time in my entire life I've lived alone. Um, so that's definitely been interesting to go home and, and use that time to try to not be lonely, but to, to use it for some self-betterment and to really examine what I am and who I am and what I want with my life and to sort of take advantage of the slowness that is sort of not being busy all the time to, to really get ahead and try to do something to better myself. Um, yeah. And to remember that there's lots of supports out there. Um, you know, if you are feeling really low, there's, there's all sorts of crisis intervention lines or online counseling. There's a bunch of people doing free counseling now between Momentum and a few other organizations that are doing up to three sessions for free. And just to make sure that you reach out and you do it and that, you know, it, it takes a huge burden off if you, if you are able to talk to people. And likewise, for other people that aren't in that situation, to make sure that they reach out to people that they know are single and isolated. Um, you know, you can't fix people. You break your arm you go to a nurse um so you don't want to like take on their burden but reaching out and even just saying hello and making sure that like you know hey you want to have an online beer or hey you want to use netflix party and watch something together can really go a long way to help people yeah no absolutely um well hey i really appreciate you taking the time i know you're slammed and i know there's about a million other places you need to be so <laughs> thanks for taking the time because uh, no i really for me, it's about, you know, getting a cross section of stories and uh, getting your story and seeing what you guys are up to. Like I said, on Instagram, it's been super inspirational to watch what you guys are doing. Um, and so, yeah, I wanted people to know and to uh, to hear firsthand how it's going. So thanks for yeah, everything you do. No and uh, we will chat over a beer soon. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Mark. Okay. Take care, Matt. Have a good one. You too. See ya. Hey everyone, thanks again for joining the podcast today. To learn more about how we are involved in the community, please visit letsmeetforabeer.com and albertabeerfestivals.com. Please remember to be kind and offer help wherever you can and never be afraid to ask for help. We're all in this together. Have a great day.